For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, 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 and welcome to a very special edition of Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V in Lions, and that's B-L-E-A-V in Bengals. That's right. When I said special, I meant it. And as always, I'm joined by the mayor of Detroit, Jerry Ball. How's it going, Jerry? Hey, great day. You know, got two fine gentlemen that that's going to be joining us today, talking a little football. You know, they just happen to be... You know, some bingles themselves, and, and we looking forward to chopping wood with them today. Yeah, and it's great. Uh, this weekend, of course, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Detroit Lions are going to go at it. And, guys, before we get there, we got to give um, some props to the people who are paying for all of this, right? Because today's show is presented by Bet Online. Of course, they're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron. And, of course, the teams are back. Uh, as well for this football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Uh, all you got to do is just head to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, bet online where games start. And that's why we're ready to get to talking some football about this weekend's matchup, Jack. Very excited and pleasure to have you on the show, on your show. So, of course, that was Mr. Solomon Wilcox, and we're also joined by Mr. Adam Pacman Jones. So, how's the weather down there in Cincinnati? It's fine. It's nice. <laughs> it's off weather for us, you know. Uh, did you play today, Solomon? No, I didn't, but I'm playing when we get done recording. <laughs> I'll be heading out to play, so thank you. Nice, man. About, uh, about uh, 90 degrees, a little breeze, it ain't bad at all. That's right. Oh, that's, right. That's, that's good. That's good. I'm glad it's good for you guys. But fortunately, there will be no weather to contend with on Sunday in Detroit because it is in a dome, so your guy Evan McPherson doesn't have to worry. And maybe <laughs> – Maybe the Bengals, you know, it's a revenge game for former Bengals kicker Austin Seibert now with the Detroit Lions. So is that a real thing, the revenge game? Uh, Depends on, yeah, sometimes that's a real thing. <laughs> you see, he right. Because anytime you play against your former teammate, you want to get in him. 
You, it ain't nothing. It ain't even nothing subtle about it, man. You, yeah. You got an extra attitude that week. <laughs> no, no doubt. Got something no to doubt. prove. Got something to prove, hey, man. I, I, I would actually walk around with an article if they made any comment. I'm gonna take to my chest, like <laughs> read right. it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, good to clear that up. And moving past the kicker conversation, we'll get into what everyone wants to hear. With the fifth overall pick, the Cincinnati Bengals selected Jamar Chase, who at 21, he's the youngest player to score tw- five TDs past Randy Moss. It's great. But Penny Sewell, Penny Sewell, not bad either, though. Youngest left, youngest player in the NFL, starting left tackle for the Lions. So is there going to be some extra motivation here for both players? Penay Sewell looking to prove the Bengals wrong and Jamar Chase looking to prove the Bengals right with that pick. I don't think now one of them think about it. Like as far as pick wise, they're both in a good position. They're both playing good, but Jamar Chase is playing. I mean, you know, you know what we call him in Cincinnati? What's that? What we call him, Solomon? You give it to him, baby. No, Yo, go man, ahead. Cause you, you get, you, you get, you oh. get props. The, oh the freak, the freak is the freak. Baby. <laughs> he is freaking dinky. I mean, he hey, is listen, insane, coming man. from you guys, that's saying a whole bunch. <laughs> and, 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 and really, that's saying a whole bunch, you know, Pat. That's saying a whole bunch. We was talking at the beginning. Everybody was talking. Oh, the game, da 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 da. Me and Solomon said the kid haven't played football in a whole year. When the game slowed down, because he was already open, he was open the whole uh, the whole preseason. It wasn't like he wasn't open. He was open all the time. He just couldn't catch the ball because the game was too fast for him. But, man, have you seen what he just did? Mm. And this is just the beginning, though. Like, it ain't like he yeah. he, ain't, he ain't got started yet. Hey, that's right. Just getting warmed up, man. He really is. Well, well, looking at Cincinnati, just watching that team develop over the last two years, I thought when you guys lost AJ that that was going to be a hard hole to fill. But I will say that Chase definitely has stepped in and and and, and showed up. And, and I tell you what, Joe Burrow too. You know, I, I I like him as a quarterback. You know, but again, hey, Chase is a guy. You know that I think the two of them right now going forward can build something special there in Cincinnati. And here's the thing that, and here's the thing though, he has got deep on every single team he's played against this year. Like nobody has been able to stop him from going up top. He, and he had his biggest play just last week of 70 yards. And uh, the Green Bay Packers have pretty good defense. This guy has, he's gotten everybody, man. He got the Steelers twice Solomon, for a touchdown. Solomon, tell him, Solomon, tell him why he's getting everybody because he got two fucking compliments and, and a running yeah. back. So let's go, let's just talk about it. Yeah. Solomon was saying, all right, the Bengals, yeah. one thing about the Bengals, and they do in the front office. Every four, five years, they're going to have three wide receivers, a great running back, and a great quarterback. All right. It didn't work out with Andy. We did have – we had A.J. Sanu, uh, 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 A.J. Sanu, Marvin Jones, and yep. um, Hawkins. All right. That was that phase. This phase is T. Higgins, the Freak, and Tyler Boyd. And, and, and uh, I'm a yeah. – uh, how I pronounce his last name? Yeah. Uh, Uzama. Uzama. CJ Uzama. Yes. I mean, they playing at a high level. We coming there again, playing playing against a lot of uh first and second year guys, even though we we got one or two. 
But I think the speed of the game, because these guys have played a lot more football than the other guys, um, it, it's going to be a really hard task for y'all on Sunday. And, and I, I'm going to add to that what, what Adam just said. Because remember, before you had Marvin Jones, A.J. Green, um, and and, uh, and Muhammad Sanu, remember you had Carson Palmer, you yeah. had Chad Johnson, you had T.J. Hushmanzada, and let me tell you, Chris Henry. Chris Henry? No, yeah. no, no, that's weird. Chris, Chris Henry was a bad boy now. Yeah, 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 no doubt, no doubt, no he doubt. He was the second coming of Randy Moss, and he'd gone way too soon. We <clears> love him. But, man, let me tell you, those three were ready to do some things, and then we lost – Chris, and then obviously Carson left. They had to retool it, but they went out yeah. and did it real quickly, right? Yeah. And now, and even after Chad and that group left, they've done it again. This is like a this is like a quick turnaround from AJ Green yeah. and Muhammad Sanu and Marvin Jones Jr. You guys know about Marvin Jones Jr. because he left no Cincinnati and came to Detroit, did the same thing there. Marvin had did he played good while he was there too. Real yes, good. he did. Yeah, yeah. so reliable. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, one of the things that I, I I would tell you is that you definitely guys are putting forward, you know, a great challenge. You know, the Lions themselves, you know, is truly in a rebuild scenario with Coach Campbell and stuff. So some of his system is really just being learned. These guys are learning to play together. Secondary is banged up a little bit. And, Jack, you can kind of go into some of the, the – I guess you say uh, rebuttals of why you think we would be able to handle all this heat that's coming from Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> well, so one of the things, the Lions in the first couple of weeks, they were just having their DBs play sides. They're having Amani Aruwarie just on the right cornerback all the time. Now, last week, he was trailing against Justin Jefferson, Chase's former teammate, and he did kind of torch him seven Seven grabs, yep. 124 yards, but he didn't Ooh. score. They kept him out of the end zone, and the Vikings still only put up 19 hey, points. Brother, so seven grabs, seven grabs divided by 124. That's a lot of yards per grab. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hey, hey, listen here, and you know what? It was, and this, we just hope y'all don't. I hope y'all don't take him to line up with Chase. Well, really, I hope y'all well, well, listen, listen, let, let me together. tell you. We have 210 yards on seven catches. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, last week, I, 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 the thing that I said, the DBs would be challenged. They're even more challenged this week. And here's why. We even made some noticeable comments, you know. You know, Aaron was Glenn, who's the DC, was calling the good game, you know. But these guys, you know, Pac, these are cornerbacks that's trying to show that press zone type defense, but they're disguised. And, and when they're coming back to get in front of the guy, they standing straight up and don't have no leverage for him. So he got free release, <clears> you <throat> know. So in some of those things what, that what are got, coachable. What got again? Boy, that's the worst thing Ooh. in the world to have right there. <laughs> <Bye>. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, and that's one of the questions I had too is is that something that just when you're a young rookie, you just you're confident and think you don't need the proper technique, or is that something that you develop over time? It's called panic. Hey, hey well, coach pack, man. Coach is up, pack. I'm gonna be honest. You know, coming from college to pros is a Ooh. big difference because you get a lot of leeway, you know what I'm saying? Um yeah. mm -hmm. Unfortunately, when I was drafted, Coach Fisher, like, took me up on his wing. So I would go, like, late at night on Friday nights 
to the main stadium because we didn't practice in the um the main stadium. And me and Coach Coach Fisher, we would shoot two, three hundred balls on the jug, just me catching punts. You know what I mean? But he will always go back and critique me on every play. And then when I got to uh, uh, Cincinnati, you know what I mean? In Dallas, it was was the same thing. Look, they just let you play. Not saying nothing bad against Dallas. I love Jerry Jones. The coaches we had at the time wasn't the best of the coaches. Then I got to um, uh, Cincinnati with Coach Zimmer and uh, Marvin Lewis. And it was more like a college system because it's a small town. And they take fucking pride in what they're doing. You get what I'm saying? So right. my point is, in the league, if you're not on your own game and not trying to critique yourself as hard as you can critique yourself, you right. can get away with being out of position. You know what I mean? You're supposed to be inside leverage, but you're outside leverage. And then you wonder why you why why they playing, playing you on ESPN. But right. in Dallas, I didn't have coaching that I had in Cincinnati and Tennessee or not even in Denver but what I'm saying is the coaches play a part in that because these young guys they come in they're getting all this money and the first of all they don't want you to get hurt in practice you get hurt in practice yeah. who's fault it is coach coach's fault that's right yeah it's coach fault so you got to find a medium way to get in there to make sure you get enough reps Make sure you you, you you get in the main plays, studying the film, and technique. You know what I mean? I blame it on the coaches. Sometimes yeah. when you got you got a couple of kids that just don't listen, you know, once they get there. Yeah. I'm going to give a prime example of, of don't listen and, and like, you couldn't tell him that. So yeah. I was the only one to tell Will some when he was here in Cincinnati. That's why he played kind of decent. Now, if you watch him now, he don't even look like he know how to play football. And he's a Houston kid, and that kid when he came out, man, he was he could play, but he needed yeah. to learn to play at this level, and that's where Adam's talking about William Jackson the third needed to develop and grow, and and even if they had a switch on, man, he he wouldn't he wouldn't do the switch. He go oh, he, he, and he and he let Antonio Brown beat him right on the last play of the game one time. But Solomon, some of these kids, you know, in college, they making it so simple. Hey, look, you fast, we're gonna put you in fucking man to man the whole game. Yep, yep. Didn't even know what switch, cover three, cloud, yeah, no clue. Uh, uh, mug the a gap, you know, right. uh, uh, zero stunt. Like he didn't know no technology of being a DB. You know what I mean? Mm, I grew yeah, up. Yeah, in, yeah. Some people grow up in different systems. Like I, I ain't gonna lie. Like I was in great coaching systems since I've been right. besides Dallas everything else like it was by the book like you know what I mean they breaking yeah. everything down this is where I expect you to be on zero bro if he beats you on the go because you're sitting on it that's the that's the rush fault you get what I'm saying yeah they're not yeah. teaching these kids football they just all right so he can play man let's just play man but it's different it's in, right. the, in the league right. everybody fast everybody talented you might got in the whole <laughs> locker room you might have Three or four guys that made it because of they are hard workers and not talented. Yeah. The other ninety percent of the guys in there, Just they hard workers, workers, and they talented. And they talented. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. good. Well, and yeah. so that transition from college to the NFL, it might actually be pretty important for the Bengals this weekend because right guard Jackson Carmen, he's still on the COVID list. We're not sure if they'll have him. So in his place would be fourth rounder out of ECU. That's a pretty big jump. 
Dante Smith. And then they might also be relying pretty heavily on that fifth or sixth round pick out of Michigan in the backfield, Chris Evans, because Samaj Pirine might be out. Joe Mixon's banged up. So how does that work? And what would you be looking to attack on that, uh, that right guard, Jerry? Well, I, I think, you know, again, you know, when you have anyone get down, the guy that's the backup has to be prepared to step in and handle the job. And they're pros, you know, they expect it to, you know. And and like I said also before, the, the backup guy should be better prepared than the starter because when it's all said and done on that sideline, he might see some things that others don't. But these guys getting an opportunity to also get on the field gives them a chance to establish their value in this league as well. So anybody, no matter whether or not they're a young guy or a veteran, when you get on that field, you better be ready to play. And it doesn't matter, you know, who you're playing. You can be playing the top teams or you can be playing at the bottom of the division. You know, what's, you know, really compelling about this matchup is that, you know, Detroit is really close to doing something special. Cincinnati is a good team, and I think that, you know, being that AFC North, which to me is really the most competitive, you know, division, you know, it's a good test for them. It's another Baltimore. So, I, no, I was just going to say the offensive line for Detroit, both offensive lines are missing some people. I mean, you yeah, you, no take, you take Ragnow out the middle of any offensive line, they're going to miss him because he's yeah. that dude. He's that dude, right? Now, if Taylor Decker can't go, now you're missing another piece because those are two of your three first-round picks on the offensive line. I thought that was yeah. the best thing Detroit had going for them this year, that they were going to have these three first-round picks on the offensive line. But if two of them are out and Panay Sue's the only one could go, man, that's going to be a lot of – Musical chairs up front, moving some people around. And I can tell you right now, and Adam will tell you this, this Bengal defensive line, they're the truth. Trey Hendrickson, Larry Ogunjobi, um, DJ yeah. Reader, and Sam Hubbard, these dudes get after it. And so I think when you're missing those pieces on the offensive line, I think it, it can really spell some problems and possibly a good day for the Bengals defensive front. I agree. Well, I, I, I agree. That we're, we're we're in a mix like uh, young and old in the front. Well, we're we're way young. I shouldn't even say old, but we have one of the best fronts in the league as far as the younger guys. Um, second of all, any first or second team players, second guard, second tackle, they're getting paid not as much as the first ones, but they're getting paid to be. If anything happened, they should be able to come in and perform. Man. We've been through injuries and injuries, and you you know how they go. But they pay those guys yeah. $3, 4000000 million at guard and tackle to be yeah. second guys, and they are good. And yeah. 90% of the guys that are, are at the two is mostly if they've been banged up in their career or just didn't come out once because the ones got to play. And normally the, the, the good ones pan out to be good up front. Yeah. And, and for the Lions itself, <laughs> And, and Jack, know this, for the last two, three weeks, you know, our offensive line has been battered. And, yep. and because of that, you know, it's the same thing. You know, these guys that are backups, you know you're running thin, so you better be getting your mind right every day because you're going to have to play. <laughs> and star. Especially when we come in there. Yeah, we're coming. <laughs> we'll be there. Motor City. 
You hit some, you miss some, but yeah, exactly. Y'all did good, good, did good with the offensive line. Hey, but the quarterback, like Kwame Brown, say, "Mama's cooking." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna tell you, man. Here's what you guys can expect to see from Joe Burrow: a gamer. The boy will bring it, and he gonna compete now on every single possession. It's the one thing about Jared Goff, man. Look, Jared can sling it. He got arm. He got talent. He's That's soft. why he's the first overall pick. But when, it, but when a game break out, Adam, when a game, I don't, I never saw him, like, go to guys and say, all right, follow me. Like, Jared yeah. Goff's never yeah. been that guy. And that's why the Rams moved on. But Joe Burrow, yeah, Jared, I'm Jared telling Goff, you. Jared yeah. Goff and Andy is the same two people, bro. Yeah, tell it. Let, let me hear more of that. Andy, you say? Yeah, Andy I, I want to hear about this. Andy Dalton and Jared Goff is the same two people. Okay. What does I that mean? Yeah. That, that, now that's a that's an interesting comparison. I've never heard that, but I will say that I agree with If you stun them all day with double eight, mug the A gap playing, let's say palms. You know what palms is. You yeah, know, they yeah. don't want to get hit, and they, they got that, oh, 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 what's going on? Oh. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 he, and, and, and listen, I, I, I just told Jack in our last podcast that Jared's feet never got set, you know. It, it's like any little pressure had him oh, somewhat so can grab him. are the same. They Michael Jackson movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I will tell you, I, I watched a little bit of the Burroughs reign right up to the point that he had gotten hurt and they had brought him over there to the little thing that they kind of evaluated me on and stuff. And he was playing. Yeah, you know, I like him. California kid, you can tell that. I like him. I do. He kind of got a like, he, he got some of Brett Forbes, I would say, Creativity, but in the forward downfield type. But but when Brett was young, Brett never had his ability. He became that, you know. Right now, this kid is farther ahead of Brett Favre. But I'm talking about when I was watching him run and move around in the pocket, how he was still staying downfield, even coming toward the line of scrimmage. 
So, so last week, even Aaron Rodgers told him, "Hey, man, you you get you you try to be too brave. You need to learn to slide. Like, yeah. don't go doing it because they hit him in the throat. You know, he they got him on what they call voice rest this week because he got hit in the throat, had to go to the hospital after the game, Is he cautionary gonna- measures." He gonna be okay. That ain't but his that, fault. He's just, but, that ain't his fault. That's the lineman fault. Yeah, but my, my point, I'm speaking to his toughness, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right. I'm speaking to his. The dude ain't leaving the field. He ain't leaving the game. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. dude, he about that business. Yeah, and I'm yeah. telling you, man, you you guys gonna learn to appreciate him because he the kind of guy that when you playing against him, you just like, man, why can't we have a guy like that? And now the Bengals yeah. finally, the Bengals, as Adam said, they didn't have that guy before. They finally got that guy on the center now. So you know, and, and you know what? I, I was just thinking a way of describing him. He's gutsy but under control. No yeah. doubt. No, no doubt. And, Go ahead, Adam. I'm sorry. And I've been I've been thinking about this the last two weeks. Like, damn, like, all right. Who can I compare him to? I said, can I compare him to Tom Brady? I said, no, he's a little <laughs> bit more flamboyant than Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I say. Can I compare him to Aaron Rodgers? I said, no, no. He got a little bit more pep in his step than Aaron Rodgers. I said, God damn. Can I compare him to Russell Westbrook then? You mean Russell Wilson? I mean Russell Wilson. I said Russell Wilson, my bad. My bad. I said, can I compare him to Russell Wilson? And I said, yeah, I could a little bit. And then I thought about Patrick Mahomes. Mm. So what the kid is, he is the eye of the tiger. He is Patrick Mahomes and yeah. Russell put together because he can run the ball when he want to run the yeah. ball. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know if y'all been watching, but the last game when they was coming out, they break the ball was hitting them in ball the ball right there. No reason but the kid. Yeah. yeah. And, and the yeah. kid played with a spark, man. It's hard to get guys. That's not worrying about what's gonna happen to me today. I'm worrying about tomorrow. This kid yeah. play like every game is his last game. That's right. They they, they don't game. they don't like Joe Burrow. They love Joe Burrow. Every single guy they love Joe Burrow. That's right. I mean, he, yeah, he showed up and took over. Now he yeah. can control the entire game from the line of scrimmage against Pittsburgh. Yes, against Pittsburgh, he could see they was in zero coverage down inside the red zone, and he knew the linebackers were gonna vacate. He everybody else thought it was a pass play. He just took off and ran it. He did the same right. thing. He did the same <laughs> thing last week on the third and six. He they sure did. Two, he sure did. did. Two man. He took he off the same it. way. You he, can tell that he he's spending yeah. time and effort, and he wants he he want to win. Yeah. yeah, I can't speak on everything else because I ain't really dialed in and been on the phone like I normally been the first two weeks. But like you can tell that they're spending due diligent time on offense and defense. Because they know, like, hey, look, we we we, we got some. They got, they got yeah. some. Yeah, yeah. They, do, they yeah. definitely do. But they're gonna. He's gonna have his hands full with a blooming Lions defensive line now that Trey yeah. Flowers is back. Uh, Charles Harris four sacks in four weeks after Harris being is a bus. boy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. even Romeo Aquara, he tore his Achilles, but he's still with the coaches game planning. And the linebackers coach Kevin he- Kelvin Shepard was saying he's never seen a team buy into the coaching staff like this, even at zero and five. How do you get to that level? So here's the deal. Here are the Lions, man. They gonna they gonna play hard. 
And they play. They have one thing I can say mm-hmm. about y'all. All y'all games, y'all are zero and five. But they have the yeah. close ass. They gonna play hard. This game gonna come down to the end now. Yeah, it's gonna come down. To it, the end. Ain't, no, no ain't nobody running away from anybody. The only thing is, can you stay with Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase, and and Joe and Joe Mixon? Because I'm just telling you, Joe Mixon, the truth. Now he on. He on a bad wheel, but did you see the move he put on that boy on the goal line last week? <laughs> like, he still um, had hey seven that. yards of carry, Solomon. On, the, on, on one ankle, he had seven yards of carry. I'm telling you now, he he the he's dude. Not, he's that he's dude. So, so your, your defense has just got multiple areas. That's the thing. I think your defensive front is good. Um, and I think with our offensive line being in a state of flux, I think there could be some – formidable um, challenges there, but there's a lot to have to digest. And the one thing I know about Dan Campbell, and I know Aaron Glenn well, he's he's going to be a great coach in this league. There's no doubt. You got good coaches. And I want to go back to, because I think Adam Jones was talking about it earlier, how do you get young players to play well? You got to have good coaching. But one thing Detroit has always been lacking because of all this turnover, you need veteran guys to help young guys. Yeah. It's just like Adam Jones helped William Jackson III figure some stuff out. There, yeah. Right now, Detroit has so much turnover. They got no veterans. They don't have no veterans to help teach yeah. young guys. The coaches got to do all the coaching. The coaches, they didn't yeah. bring in no guys that's played that's up right. under the system and, and it, to show the younger guys, yeah. hey, look, this is what it's supposed to that's be. That's right. You know what that's I mean? Right. He didn't finally come in and play the first 15 plays. But that's that's right. carry, it carries over. You yeah. take that, guys, that's like, true. Like, that's true. One or two-year guys. Like shit, they don't know what this shit supposed to look like. You can show them all day, but if you ain't got right. a leader out there, you, you need hey, that. Man, this is this is what you're supposed to do on this plate. And that and that is part of the growing pains. Like I said earlier, in the rebuild, you know, these guys are trying to learn the system. They trying to learn how to play with each other. And because of the injuries, it's hard to build the continuity that you need in all phases of the game. But y'all gonna be good. Y'all, I got, y'all, going, y'all going through what we went through. Last year and the year before, you know what I mean? Ah, yeah, New coaches yeah. trying to get guys to come in, fit in a different system, really don't got the personnel yet. You know, we finally got the front eight. Now we got to get the back end. Uh, but me personally, um, I'm just hoping that the Bengals win and cover this weekend. That will be great for us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's well, our big what? thing? Uh, bookie, uh, uh, Bookie.bet. <laughs> <laughs> Bet online, baby. Yeah. Bet online. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me just say this, Rich, because we're talking about veteran guys. Now, Trey Flowers is the dude on defense. Yeah. But how you guys let Jamie Collins get out of there, I don't know. I need somebody to tell me how Jamie Collins got out of there because that boy can play. And so as soon as I saw him leave, our chances, of, our chances <laughs> of winning went up. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, listen. There's some things historical we historically we can answer for, and some things that happened more recent that we cannot. You know, I will say that both the Brown family and the Ford family have had their share of misfortune. Yeah, yeah, exactly right it does right. seem that you guys have adapted a a, a little bit more acceptance of. Uh, a, a formidable team, and well, we're working on it. Well, uh, Mr. Brown, Mr. Brown is one of Solomon's best friends, so we can commend Solomon on that. 
Having Mr. Brown go spend the money. <laughs> hey, 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 listen, I think we've both been on the same track, but I'm still going to roll with them lines now. I'm, okay. I don't believe you guys can right, come so in what, there. Say? What, what's the score going to be? Man, honestly, I, I do believe that you guys have the power to put up 21 points, all right? And I and what I've shared with Jack That's is it. that twenty one point threshold normally means you win in the game if you well, can we, get. To hold it. on, let me hold on, hold on, hold on. We put up seventeen points in the second half. I think the whole season. So you only think we're gonna put up seventeen? I mean, twenty one points against a young secondary. Well, the Lions are the second team in NFL history to hold Lamar Jackson under twenty points in the regular season. Y'all are the last team in the league. Only the other, the only other team that's done it is Bill Belichick's Patriots. We ain't so. played them yet. We ain't played them. Yeah. Well, don't sleep on them. We ain't, we see them two times a year. Okay. And I, can well, this, I can tell you this. Now he have made a fool of them in, in the last. Year. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie about that, but they went up and played good last year. But this year we got a whole different team. This year. I love it. I love it. I well. Love it. I, right. I, I say y'all, I'm 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 gonna do you one better. I say you guys good for 17 points. Man, we got, the, we got one of the best figures in the league, man. So you telling me we ain't gonna hit? We in the indoor stadium? We just hit? Yeah, the well, league. I know the two we, yards. We we are not a factor. We score 21 points. <laughs> Hey, but you know what? The, the the funny thing is that in Cincinnati, hadn't they redesigned that stadium? Because no, I remember the when, stadium that been here the whole time. Oh well, hell, well, that's the, the problem. That that's that's always the been a problem kicking in that stadium with the wind. Because the wind, man, the Maryland's that's the two worst uh -huh. stadiums. I'm gonna end it. I'm gonna end it on this. I'm gonna end it on this. We got a secret weapon that y'all didn't know about. Yeah, we this is what's gonna give the Bengals the win. The kicker, you, you guys have Jared Goff, who I believe is a double agent. He wearing your uniform, but he playing for the other team. He gonna throw the ball to us. That's all I'm going with. Jadobia <laughs> Woozy, get the hands ready, cause Jared Goff gonna throw us a few. Right okay, there, right there. <laughs> Michael, I, I, I'm gonna have to call ball. in and let the team know that double agent. Let them know. Hey, look, the guys up front over here with the Bengals, they ready. We, I just talked to them. I was up there yesterday. Hold on, let me call them right quick. Hey, man, y'all gonna have my, y'all gonna have a moonwalking. All right, y'all ready? Oh yeah, they say they ready. So he gonna be Michael Jackson moonwalking. Yeah, and tell them we gonna be chasing chase, and we gonna burrow burrow. What steakhouse y'all got up there? Hey, basically, what, steak, what steakhouse do y'all like up there in Detroit? Eddie V's. Eddie V's. All right. If y'all win, me and Solomon will send y'all two gift cards, $100 to Eddie V's. If we win, y'all send us two gift cards to Jeff Rubens. I got you. All right. There you go. All right. Good for that. It's done. That's the bet. Bet online. The show is bet brought online. to you by Bet Online, baby. <laughs> Let's Jack, go, take Bingo! it away. Take it away, Jack. 
Well, thank you both both for joining us. That was a great show. And before we head out, we do have one little segment we have before the weekend. It's called Jerry's Baller of the Weekend. We pick the player or the unit that we're expecting to see ball out. So, Jerry, take us away with that before we break it down. Well, we're going to have the second deer, you know, lining up <laughs> the right alignment. They're going to be in a, in a, in a, in a press two-man you know, and we and we gonna shut down Chase to the point that we gonna have more cover sacks than we've had all year. You ready to go to Eaton Solomon? Let's do it, baby. We'll be we doing Jeff it. Ruby's we'll be Monday. at Ruby's. All right. Wow. <laughs> Take care, guys. All right. All right. Yes, Thanks. sir. Peace. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.